You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. This is the sound. That came quick. Hello, this is uh, Father Richard Kunz, and I am here with Cindy Jennings, and that came quick. I wasn't expecting that, Cindy. Oh, you know what that sign is? Yes. That sign means that we have people calling, or they're supposed to be calling in with questions. But uh, So yeah, this is straight talk. This is your opportunity to call and try and stump priests. No, I don't want you to try and, that's not the point. Don't stump me. What you want to do is just ask theological questions or any questions about anything, and I will give you the best answer I can. That doesn't mean that they are going to be right, but uh, they'll be right in my mind. Have and you so ever that's been the stumped? important thing. You know, I mean, if somebody says, oh, who is the 33rd Pope's grandma's name? You know, I mean, it's trivia. Ridiculous. You're not very good at trivia. That's no, what I'm, you're saying? No, 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 no. I'm good at trivia. It's <laughs> that, I mean, I don't want to be, it's not a stump thing. It's, a, ma- it's a matter of a, it's a matter of asking theological questions. So uh, the phone number is 877 877- Seven nine five zero one two two. That's eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. I hear that music still going. I think that Eli, the guy in the back, the, the the voice in my head, is not shutting off the music. Anyhow, so call eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two, or you can do it on our Facebook page as well. Submit any question. You can do it anonymously. You can be on the air. You don't have to be on the air if you're afraid, uh, but you shouldn't be afraid. There's a lot of other things to be more afraid of than submitting a question to a radio show. But uh, so anyhow, yep, 877-795-0122. And so as you know, Cindy, my thing is always, and it's always true, it's always right. So you say I'm not always right, but in this I'm almost always right, is that the calls don't come in until like the second half. And so we're sitting here doing filler, talking to one another, and it's like, it's like the first call comes and, you know, all the nervous people, they don't want to send in their question. But then they come like crazy at the end. Then we don't have enough time. That's true. Although it happens I, like clockwork. It does. Although I think we've had a couple really good ones that were very steady and kind of spread uh, out. It was nice. Do you remember those? They were few and far between. Yeah. Well, so that's what we're doing. doing we time. we are talking. Uh, we are. We want you to submit your question. If you're driving... Make sure it's hands-free, at least in Minnesota. That's the law. I don't agree with the law, but I'm going to abide by the law. Well, I don't always. Well, that's a different question. <laughs> Anyhow, so so th- that's the law in Minnesota. So you can pull over off to the side and you can uh, you can uh, submit a question. Any type of theological question or any question that's been on your mind, thinking, you know what, I'd like to ask a priestess, but there hasn't been a priest around. So it's really simple. And again, this is a really easy way of doing it because you're like anonymous. Unless you want to give your name, we could give your name too. You don't even have to be on the air. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Now, as we talked at the very beginning of this, some people probably didn't hear that you were gone because That's of COVID. Right. Yep. And this so, last month. since we have a little time, do you want? Yeah, because people aren't calling in. Come on, people. Talk about your experience with COVID. It was a bad experience, but I won, and COVID lost. Father Rich won. COVID oh. zero. Yep. COVID went down. I took it out. Um, uh, yeah, it was not a good experience. I'd say it was the sickest I've been, but you know, I'm a pretty healthy person, so I haven't been too sick all my life, but, um, it was, I don't know if I was ever scared during it, but I was sick and I wasn't hospitalized, but, um, uh, our next guest, who's a good friend of mine, 
um, tells me that I was a little bit more serious than I thought I was because he was kind of caring for me throughout the throughout the whole process. And yours was more intestinal. Uh, I don't even know what it was because I I mean I'm not a doctor. So no, so this this is how I explained it. Okay, but first here's the number again. This is not. It's going to be the Father Rich COVID show. So you want to call 877-795-0122. But, so this was my experience of COVID. And everybody has it a little bit differently. But my thing was like my first thing that I noticed that something wasn't right, that I'd lost my appetite. It's like, and I remember right when it started, I didn't think anything of it, you know, because I didn't think, well, it's not COVID, you know. But then uh, just a few days went by and, um, uh, you know, I started to get like really uh, – um, uh, lethargic and I didn't have any energy Mm -hmm. and how I explained it. This is the most accurate way I can explain. It's like, I felt like somebody did a Y incision on my torso and like totally emptied everything out and then poured wet cement. That's what it felt like. And so it's like, I lost all energy. I felt like I couldn't move and my breathing was shallow, but I thought my breathing was fine for the most part. But anyhow, it was it. And then there's a little bit of a, um, I mean, not much of a temperature, but I could tell it was a little bit warm, but, uh, but that, and then I couldn't eat. I couldn't eat for, um, for days. I didn't eat. And so, uh, that was a, that was a tough part, but anyhow, it, it, it stunk, but I'm happy to be over it. So we're like glad I said, you're over it. You look yeah. great. No, I feel, I feel so you're a little rough a, there for a little bit. I was but. a little rough for a little bit. Yeah. I wasn't, in fact, I kind of took a, I took a, I'm not a selfie guy, but I took a selfie of me when I was like, like not my worst day, but the day after, cause my worst day, I didn't care, you know, mm-hmm. but the day after I took a selfie of me and it still scares me to look at that picture. Oh my gosh. I think yeah. you lost 10 pounds. Well, I didn't eat say? for a long time. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't have a, I don't know. You're so small now. Jeez. Thanks a lot. Uh, I'm glad this is radio, but muscular. Yeah. I don't thank know. you. That's much better. You're just skinny. You're skinny. 877-795-0122. That's 877-795-0122. And we do actually, we have somebody here that submitted a question. So I know this was not approved by the voice in my head, Eli, but I'm still going to ask the question. It says, are you nervous about the elections? Am I nervous? That's what for me personally, right? So, um, a little bit, I'm not totally nervous about it, but I'm a little bit because, you know, I'm, I'm strongly supporting a candidate who will go unnamed. Uh, but, um, there's always a chance of losing. Right. And so with that, then I'm a, I'm a little bit nervous, but it's all in God's hands. So, I could I could go more into that, but we actually have our first uh, questioner on the first call in. So I see Bill's on the phone. Bill, are you there? Yes, I am. Bill from Moorhead. Bill, what's your what's your question? Well, my question is to you, Father. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your seminary experience? I have a son who's in his third year of college seminary, and okay. I he, he and I talk often about it. But I just wonder what your experience was like. Well, thanks, Bill. What um, uh, what seminary does your son go to? The one in Winona. Okay, that's the one uh, I went to. Immaculate Heart of Mary. Yep, IHM Seminary. I went to that one as well. And so, uh, you know, I had two different seminary experiences. So I had the college-level seminary, where your son is now, IHM, uh, and that was great. It was a great uh, experience. It really taught us, it really formed us to be, you know, men of God, you know. And we fail at that, obviously, but that's the whole point, is that, you know, I mean, you get up and you go again, even though you fail. And uh, it just really formed us to be men that were really responsible. It was a very good seminary. I love IHM. My next experience, though, was the major seminary. And that will also go unnamed. Oh, what the heck? I'll just say it. St. John's in Collegeville. And that was not a good experience. That was a, it was a very uh, liberal, very um, uh, almost, well, I'll just, I'll just use that term, although I don't like the term, a very liberal seminary. 
Uh, and there's a lot of crazy, crazy stuff going on. I'm quite a bit older than your son, obviously, Bill. But so in the era that I was going into uh, in the seminary, this was a, a holdout. St. John's and Collegeville, Collegeville was very liberal. They weren't reforming anything. And as a result of that, they ended up closing down, you know, and so as far as, far as diocesan seminaries. But seminary overall, it's like you always pray that it ends because there is a goal, and that's the priesthood. And so usually guys in the seminary say, oh, I can't wait to get done with it. But I look back on it as being a very positive experience. I don't know if that answers your question, Bill. Well, thank hey? you. I just wanted to... <laughs> You you kept asking for people to call in. Oh yeah, well no, I pre- I appreciate I that, Bill. I thought you'd be willing to answer this one. Oh oh yeah, no, it's easy. Oh, I'm I'll, I'd be willing to answer any of them, but uh, but yeah, no, I appreciate that, Bill, because I don't often think of my seminary years because I was such a little baby back then, you know, and little kid, and I don't even think of stuff like that. But uh, yeah, thank you for the thank you very much for the question. So we got another listener question here, um, and it's definitely not Eli, so it means it's Eli. You want to read that? Cindy? Sure. Um, do you want me to do this? Yeah, the He's one that's still, in okay. no, the one in green. Oh, right here. Oh, yeah. yes. What is the church's opinion on sea burials? Like, if someone dies on a ship, or at sea, at sea. Um, well, I mean, the the church actually does. I know this could be a close to a stumper because I don't know all the specifics about it. But the church does allow certain circumstances for a sea burial. Okay, and so and it's usually kind of like what Eli submitted the question uh, when something like that happens. You know, I mean, if somebody was at, you know, at sea, you know, or even at war or whatever, there are circumstances that that is permitted, but that would not be the norm. So it's like you wouldn't like throw your ashes out in the water or you something like plan that. It. Right. Right. And so, uh, um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be a, it, within the context of a ceremony. And again, there's probably some people out there that can answer that a lot more uh, with a lot more specifics than I can, but it is permissible. Good question, Eli. So, yes, uh, and Eli's, Eli's the uh, voice in our head for those that are listening. He's one that's talking at the beginning of the show and at the end of the show. Uh, so yeah, so the, uh, some, we've got some, we had one good question come in. Well, Eli's was pretty good too. So, uh, but you can call 877-795-0122 or go to our Facebook page. You can submit a question that way if you're like a big Facebook person. That's 877-795-0122. And it looks like we have, Somebody that's not on the phone. Do you want me to read that question? Do you I can read it. Read? Debbie okay. from Grand Rapids. We hear that when the uh, world ends, that there will be a new heaven and a new earth. I've always understood that a person will go to purgatory and then either heaven or hell. What is this new heaven or new earth? Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a very good question, Debbie. Thank you very much for submitting that question. So, um, uh, okay. So now we're, um, uh, we call this soteriology. This is basically uh, th- the theology of the end times. And uh, in our prof- in our profession of faith, as we say it at the end of you know um, like the creed every every Sunday, is that that and it's it actually comes from the Book of Revelation primarily, is that um, uh, at the very end after the second coming, when this world comes to an end, there will be a new heavens and a new earth. That's when we ar- uh, when we are resurrected from the dead. We know that we will rise from the dead. You know, and that was the whole point of Jesus to give us you know, the opportunity to be with him in heaven, even on a physical level. So the new heavens and the new earth is basically that. It's heaven. That's what it is. And and so, um, uh, you know, I love Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson did a great, um, in his uh, movie, The Passion, as Jesus is carrying the cross and his mother meets him, when Mary comes and meets him, this is, to me, the best scene of the entire thing. He stands up and he says to Mary, he says, see, I make all things new. So Jesus was setting the, uh, he was, 
in the process of making all things new, making heaven possible. So when we talk about the new heavens and the new earth, that's what heaven is. And it will be physical. That's why we'll be resurrected from our bodies. I don't know, Debbie, if that answered your question or not, but uh, that was my best uh, my best shot. Good questions, though. That is a good question. So call, call 877-795-0122, 877-795-0122. I have been proven wrong so far because there have been questions that have been coming in. I know. I was like, thinking the same thing. Towards the beginning. And I like being proven wrong, actually. I know. Well, I... no, I take that back. On this, I like being proven wrong. Oh. Well, I don't often get proven wrong in other ways. Do I don't I? like to be wrong either. Oh, so well, yeah, nobody it's does. It's not a good. <laughs> All right. So um, I do have a question for oh, you. Okay. Well, wait, wait. You have to get it submitted by Eli. Eli has to give you permission. Eli will give me permission. Okay. How would you, you say people should respond to the election after the election's done? And let's say their candidate didn't get in. What would you say? What you, okay. What they you should. should if your candidate, if your candidate loses, what, how do you respond? Yeah. Okay. You go down and you riot and you care and you, you <laughs> burn down right. buildings. I, no, I'm kidding. That's what, that's what the demonic does. Your answer right? should have been pre-approved. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what the demonic does. All right. That's chaos. And the symbol of the demonic is chaos. All right. And so when you see all these crazy radical people doing these crazy radical things, we see it. We've seen it all year, 2020. It's 2020, right? Of course, you expect this crazy stuff. That is literally the demonic is behind that. And and most of these people that are doing this stuff, they can't even say why they're doing it. It's like, you know, they don't know. Usually, they're younger kids. They're they're anarchists, and anarchy necessarily means without order. And without order is the demonic. That's chaos. And so, um, uh, it's truly a, a satanic thing. And so, it's unfortunate that this is what we've come to in our country is that if your guy doesn't win or if your girl doesn't win, then you're going to go torch the city. Those people are nuts. They're nuts. And, uh, and so, yeah, I mean, How about for the less crazy what you do people? is you pray. And, you know, I mean, depending on which candidate gets in, you know, I mean, we have to, we have to pray for the country no matter what. We have to pray for peace. We have to do that. We are, I mean, it's been said by a lot smarter people than me. We are in crazy times, and we've never seen an election like this. And so how people are going to respond is you just yes. have to pray. From the Catholic standpoint, faithful Catholic, you're listening in, pray for our nation. Pray for our leaders. Even if your guy or girl doesn't get in, pray for that person. St. Paul, you know, in his, I can't remember which letter it was, but he says, pray for all in authority. He says, pray for kings and emperors and all in authority. Do you know who is the emperor at the time that he said that? Nero. Mm. Nero ended up chopping Paul's head off. Thanks. And so... In the worst of worst leaders that uh, um, we might get, uh, we still have to pray for that person. And, you know, I'm, I, I often uh, quote one of my favorites, Fulton Sheen. I love Fulton Sheen. I wish he was beatified. He should have been, in my opinion. But uh, Fulton Sheen said that, that a nation gets the leaders it deserves. And this year... Uh, that scares me, <laughs> you know? And so, oh, so, yeah. so, so it's like, I don't know how much, well, I don't know what we deserve, you know, but, uh, uh, it's just important to go out there and vote. And from, uh, uh, you know, we can't come here and endorse any specific candidates, but we can, sp- uh, endorse this vote pro life. That's the, uh, that's the one issue that the church defines as an intrinsic evil. There's no other issue defined like that. None. And so, um, I always say, <clears throat> don't, uh, don't vote for personalities. You vote for policy. That's the key thing. 877-795-0122. Or you can go on Facebook, submit a question. We've had a couple of questions at the beginning. We had a couple of very courageous, brave souls that uh, that submitted questions. I know it's really scary to do that. But 
Get your courage. You'll be just fine. 877-795-0122. You could be on the air. You don't have to be on there. It's up to you. So Yes, uh, and what's crazy for me in this election time, I've been waking up about the same time every morning, about 4. Wow. To pray, I guess. You That's what I'm supposed to be I doing. Even. But I never wake up at 4, so I don't know if any of the listeners out there, because I've heard this from several people, they're kind of waking up early and just using that to... To pray, pray for the country. And well, that's, that's good advice, whether or not it's uh, true. an election. But it's weird that it's all kind of happening. So pray, right. pray, right. pray. Everything can happen with prayers. Mm. We need it. We do need it. This country needs it. There's no doubt. Today, my memory popped up on my Facebook. It was William doing the prayer, the school prayer. Oh, really? So cute. Yeah. So I, mm. I shared it. 877-795-0122. That's 877-795-0122. I'm going to say something so nobody's calling in. That we don't, we don't, I don't see any questions coming. So build up your courage, have fortitude. It's actually virtue and submit a question. But, um, what we're doing here at St. James, I know we've been doing it since April. So we've talked about it. I'm probably sure on every show since then, but we're still at it and uh, a total renovation of the church. It's absolutely beautiful. And you were kind of, you were one of those people that, <laughs> you, you, that. you weren't, you weren't really a buyer into this thing when I was first plugging it, were you? Okay. Listen, I can worship anywhere. It doesn't yeah. have to be painted or special. You don't have to be defensive. It just doesn't. Yeah, I, would be... I like it to be beautiful? Yes. Do I want to, you know, I, Pay attention to money and how much you spend, and da da da. It's gorgeous. You did yeah. a fabulous job. Well, it's so not me, but I will but say I, I'm wrong. No, but you pushed it. If you I didn't did. do it, that's true. It would never have happened. If you weren't here, this would have never you, happened. So, do you think? Okay, so those are, that are listening, you can go to St. James Parish. I know if there's a lot of St. James churches out there, but St. James and Duluth, St. James the Less. You can see the images on the website. You can see like the before and after. I think I hope, and uh, and the pictures don't do any justice. I will say, and I'm not patting myself on the back because the artist did this, not me, but St. James become the, became the most beautiful church in the city of Duluth. Is the most beautiful. And I think it's so helpful for children that are in mass to be able to see, you know, maybe they're not listening. distracted during the homilies. Maybe yeah. they're not listening, although your homilies are short, sweet, and no. they usually listen because you'll start it off with the everybody listen kind of thing. <laughs> but it it really, truly just is so beautiful that you can just kind of look and start thinking and pondering the, you know, Pope or whoever yeah. you're looking, you know, whatever stained glass you're looking we're at. We're not even done yet. You know, and so next week we have the woodwork come in, which I've been talking about a lot. I know, it's I can't wait to forever. see that. It's going to be quite beautiful. And then, uh, and then after that, the crucifix. And the crucifix is hand-carved, and it's life-size. It's six, the, the corpus, the body of Jesus, is six feet. Did you pick the one that you... Well, we have, you so we have two coming, one from Peru and one from Italy, and there's a long backstory. I'm not going to bore the listeners with that, but we're going to pick one from the other. The Italian one came. We're waiting for the Peruvian one. Then I'll pick one. Of Were the, you pleased with the Italian one? Very. More than I was expecting. I was very, very happy with it. 877-795-0122. 877-795-0122. We have a listener that's going to be coming on the phone, but we have to wait for it to turn green on our little screen. So as that, as we wait for that little green screen, so just go again to St. James Parish website. And again, you can't, like those angels. So we have murals that were painted by like the most incredible artist. He was on the sh- show yes. a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And then uh, stained glass windows back behind the sanctuary. There mm-hmm. used to be a long, long time ago. But the people that were weird back in the 1950s or 60s took those windows out. I don't understand why. But we put windows back in. And I got to pick the saints. And I even designed how they were supposed to be. So, Cindy, who are the saints in the back of St. James? <laughs> I start off with the question. <laughs> Oh, no. 
Do you know Pope even John one Paul? Of, John Paul, my favorite. That was an easy one. Okay, and then there's uh, oh, what's her name? Um, 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 Gian- yeah, Cheryl Gianna. is still here and she's cheating. Saint yeah, Gianna. Saint Gianna Mola. Yeah. Uh. Mm, oh, Cheryl's still here. Saint James the last. Cheryl, I thought you were a guest the last half hour. <laughs> Okay, so Saint James, Saint, thing, Saint James the Less. I'll just say it because he's our patron saint. And is it and Mother Teresa? Mother Teresa, very oh, good. Oh, sweet! I'm glad you pay attention to the windows. Anyhow, so uh, um, looks like we just lost the. I'm caller. paying attention to you. Remember, oh, okay. the kids are paying attention to the art. I'm paying attention to your words. Right? Oh, I guess Janet's not on the phone. Okay, we're still waiting for Green. So Eli, that you know, the voice in the back, he's really slow sometimes. So we have to still fill in uh, as he's preparing things. So you can call eight seven seven. Seven nine five zero one two two, or go to uh, realpresenceradio.com. You can I hate, even do an email. I hate to tell you this, but like where, where I'm sitting in mass, and I look up, it's kind. It's like there needs to be another line in the altar of. I don't know. It's kind of off centered, so it drives me nuts. I don't know what you're talking. It's my about. only complaint, and I'm just kind of a perfectionist. Maybe after and, the show, you can explain it. I know. If you're right in it, you everything's equal. But when you're back. The last part is wider, so it looks off the paint. Okay, but I, I wish I would have taken that into consideration. So we're still waiting for the draw we're still waiting for a question. Put a line on it. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. If you want us to keep on droning on here about St. James, <laughs> or do you want to actually listen to a question? He doesn't like being nitpicked. Well, no, 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 no. I'm just I'm saying nitpicking. this. This is the time for people to ask questions, and True. so we're just doing filler, which is always kind of like fluff. Mm-hmm. But uh, although I did like the. The question about the election, how you respond to the election. That was a good question. What are you doing for the election? Are you just going to sit at home and watch it? No. The results? Are you going to actually sit? Or are you just going to go to bed and wake up and figure it out? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going to go to a gathering okay. with some people. And then after the gathering, then I'll be up late watching. Because I'm a junkie. So I'm a, I, know, I am right. a political junkie. I used to work in politics. That was my life before the priesthood. And so it's still very much on my, in, just below my surface. And so, um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be watching it. Very, very, very closely. And it is my hope that we'll actually have um, the president by the end, that we'll know by the end of the night. And it's my hope, and I'm kind of, I'm feeling a little confident about it. Do you think that would require like a landslide win for that? Yes. What we, I mean, landslide, how do you define that? You know, I mean, they define it in different ways, but it, it, it'd have to be a clear victory. It'd have to be a clear victory. And, and uh, um, I think it could happen. Did you vote today? I will vote this morning. Well, no? I haven't voted because I, okay. I had to go pray and then I had mass and then I came right here. So, and I don't know how long the lines it's are. It's a big election. Ninety-six million have already voted. They that is they, incredible. They, I heard this morning they got a hundred million. Oh, of early well, this voters. was yesterday. So, yeah, that's crazy. I'm sure they got more. Which yeah. means the line shouldn't be long, right? Well, I mean, I'm, I know a lot I'm of our hoping. listeners are in rural parts, and so I mean, I'm sure that they're going to be fine. But I'm in Duluth. You know, I'm hoping that the line's not long because I got a busy day. Me too. But I'm in Hermantown and we don't have that many people, so I'm guessing it won't be too bad. 877-795-0122. We have have a few minutes. looks like we have some questions that are coming, but they haven't turned green yet. And so I don't know what the deal is with that. That might just be Eli dropping the ball a little bit. Oh, Eli uh, never drops the ball. He just wants to make sure everything's all right. Okay, all right. So right on eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Go to realpresenceradio.com, or you can go to our Facebook page. Ooh, we finally got a green. All right, uh, let me see. Doc from Saint Anne's Mission in Belfort. Okay, is this on the line? Doctor, are you on the line? Uh, I'm on the line. Yes. Great. Doctor, what's your first name? 
Is that my that? name is Doc uh, oh, Brian. I'm from St. Anne's Indian Mission in, in North Dakota. Yeah, what's your question? Yes. At Fatima, Mother Mary said that in the end, my Immaculate Heart will triumph. Right. And, and also, she said to the children that Jesus wanted their hearts venerated together. So the way I read, uh, so the way I read that is, the Immaculate and Sacred Hearts are the refuges, and in the end, you know, they will triumph. And so, could you comment on all of that? Because I think the message of Fatima is so relevant for today. It is. Yeah. And help no, help us, uh, all the listeners, kind of. Yeah, thanks a lot, Doc. I'll, I'll, I'll get to it really quick. Over there. Yep, because we have a bunch of other questions coming through. So you're right. Fatima is very pertinent today. And, you know, in regards to the, uh, you know, the immaculate, her immaculate heart will triumph. You know, it's not a matter of sparsing whether you venerate her or worship, you know, the sacred heart, which is Jesus. Pray to them together. And in the end, good always wins, right? And so the immaculate heart is going to triumph because good always wins. And so that will happen in the end. And so, um, I wouldn't read too much into, you know, one or the other in regards to, you know, venerating or worshiping, uh, but to pray to Jesus with Mary's intercession. So that's very, very important. So thank you very much, Doc. We have another uh, question right now, not on the phone. Janet from Rapid City. When we die and we are in purgatory, our souls uh, will will are aligned with God's will. Then does it just stay that way? For instance, Adam and Eve had a perfect life in the garden. They had free will and chose to go against God. Will we ever be separated from God when we die, when our souls are aligned with him? Uh, no, it's not like a double jeopardy. If I'm understanding Janet, your question, it's not like you're going to get, it's not like you're going to go up to heaven and you're going to sin and then all of a sudden get sent back to hell. I mean, we are, I mean, yes. I mean, our, once you're in heaven and even in purgatory, you know, it's like purgatory is probably working one way of saying it is working your will to be in conformity with God's will, you know, and in heaven you are, you know, you become one with God. So there will be no other further separation after you're with God in heaven. All right. So, uh, it's a good question. I probably didn't get to it as in depth as what you were, because your question is pretty, looks pretty in depth, but that was basically the, the thumbnail sketch of the answer. So yes, we, we will be aligned. Our wills will be aligned. Adam and Eve still had free will and we have free will up in heaven, but they were not in heaven. They were in, they were in, uh, um, uh, the garden. And so the garden is not heaven. So it was perfect in the natural sense but not in the super, uh, supernatural sense. So uh, thank you very much, Janet, for that question. Uh, we have two, uh, just a couple minutes, and we have another call from Tom from Grand Forks. Do you want to read it, Cindy? Do you want me to? Sure. Jesus referenced seven, um, sorry, I just moved, that more came back into the house, finding it swept clean, Luke 11, 24, 26. I believe this is where Jesus references seven deadly sins. With the demons coming back, where are the seven deadly sins in the Bible, and does Jesus name them specifically? Uh, I don't, I don't think he names them specifically. There's a lot of things that are named, not named specifically in the Bible, but we see the, you know, the, the still the message of truth that comes from it. But, you know, usually ancient tradition comes afterwards in regards to, you know, the early church fathers and stuff, looks at things within the scriptures and sees, sees, here's the clear message, even though it might not have been named. Nobody ever, Jesus never said, okay, these are the seven deadly sins. He never did anything like that. So, uh, um, are they in the Bible? Yes. Were they named in the Bible as such? No. 
So that, that's a good question. Okay, Thank you very much. From Cheryl, yeah, we, have to, we, we have to wait for it to turn green, oh, though. Shoot. So, okay. Oh, no, he said go ahead. I'm struggling with my friends and family who used to be pro-life, who now feel it is okay to vote pro-choice candidates. According to some priests and bishops, it's okay to vote for a candidate based upon their whole platform, not just the pro-life platform. And how do I respond to them? Okay. So I was just having a conversation with another priest just a couple of days ago. And, and the fact is, is that there is a lot of issues this year, you know, we as priests, we often say, well, the life issues is paramount. And it is paramount, but there are so many other issues as well. Usually, usually that's not the case. There are so many issues right now that are happening that, that the Catholic Church has a strong stance on it. You know, I, I gave a homily talking about the non-negotiables a few weeks ago, and so there's plenty. But the pro-life issue, as I said earlier in the show, the life, the life is and abortion is the only thing on any platform that the church, that the church deems as being intrinsically evil. So no. No, I don't care what another priest or a bishop says. You don't vote for somebody that you know is pro-choice. You just don't. Because and it's so evil okay, that it's okay. up to term. Okay, yeah, I wish that question the came term. at the beginning. But anyhow, so we have, we have to stop right now. So we're going to go to break. And then after the break, we're going to have a couple of guests that are going to be on with, with us for a while. And it'll be a very interesting segment. Yeah.